This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello? Woo, I made it. Yes. <laughs> Wait for me. Sorry, babe, I did not mean to do that. Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's always great to hear you. Voice. You know, they always say you might not be on time, but you're right on time, though. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, those, I like that one. So, so, how you been? What's, how's your week been? How life been treating you? How it's been going? Um, pretty well. Pretty well. Always, um, always takes a lot to. You know, uh, especially a big move. Mm-hmm. I have been uh, shuffling around at different places until I got exactly where my place is at. I had to switch stuff back and forth, at, like storage unit, and, um, mm-hmm. and depending on where I was staying, would have like various levels of connectivity. So mm-hmm. um, it, it definitely made for some challenges but for some uh like that that came out in a good way like found a new resource a new Mm -hmm. approach that um you know quick quickly was able to uh turn a situation around from the east coast to the west coast so yes and that is complete uh, that that what I can say was a complete like switch because you're going from literally one coast to the next. It was like how much of a culture shock was it when you got out to LA? Well, it there was a lot that I was familiar with, like uh, when I was a lot younger and like family and stuff like that. So it's not like I'm unfamiliar with you know West Coast culture or whatever, but it was more mm-hmm. like Pacific Northwest. And so, um, and so moving to California, uh, the traffic and how everyone drives, um, and how that'll dictate, uh, you know, people's schedule and where they will and won't go. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just seeing how everybody talks to one another. I mean, on the surface, uh, on, well, that's, I mean, I kind of summed it up in the first few words there (laughs) on the surface. So it, it seems really pretty and pleasant and, and everybody seems really pretty and pleasant but the you know you you still see the eyes glaze over after about three seconds um, uh, but but instead it, of the conversation going on it'll be like they'll just kind of look at you like why aren't you not like why haven't you stopped speaking yet and somebody <laughs> in Baltimore New York would be like so what's your point or what do you mean <laughs> what you mean what you saying you know, it's something to get move it along like that. And you can be direct in that kind of way. And it's not taken as aggression. It's not taken as a threat. It's taken an honest, honesty, honestly. You can't, if somebody can't really speak to you in that kind of way, you sort of look at them sideways in a, 
in, in a lot of circles of friends I've had. Oh, most definitely. And I see that uh, I was, I'm looking at your timeline. This is funny. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen no one do this in a long time. You 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 got the the um profile admission pictures up on your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't explain where everybody is. I want you to explain why you took these pictures like this so people can understand because this is old school. This is the shit that I'm talking about. This is how girls got <laughs> you you committed. I think three to four pictures. Basically, you standing completely to your hands, side by side. You're not posing. Front, uh -huh. side, back. And I used to see the doggy style. I used to have to do a doggy style pose just for Yeah, explain to people why those pictures are important and why do porn producers want you to have those pictures? Well, it's a good standard for um that you'd go at there's um it if i mean i'm i'm coming at it as a model and so i'm just trying to mm. in 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 a nice way but kind of in kind of, kind of like how you think about you know a runway fashion thing it's not it's yeah. not highly posed it's not highly glamorized mm. it's not even highly set up no it's just um, a from what i mean i yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be this is this is what you're looking at from the side. I mean, have good posture, yeah. you know, wear some makeup, act like she's a good job, but yeah. um <laughs> but aside from that, you're you're really trying to give um a bit of a raw view of what you're best. You you're not, you know, doing the thing where you hold your butt um off to yeah. the side to make it look different than it looks. Um yeah. so because uh, mainly I, with the I pictures, mean, it's, it's important to match people up. Yeah, huh? because with, with basically in a nutshell, what the pictures is for, they know what you look like walking in the door, so they know what they're getting to a certain yes. extent. Because you, exactly, it, it, and also those are. Say again. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um. Um. It, you just reminded me of another point. I apologize. Um, no, no, go ahead. The, go ahead. Uh, additionally, that's also something that's uh, so quickly and easily done that those pictures aren't a set from the last time I was with a photographer. Those, those mm -hmm. were. Um, it's that's that's something you can, uh, or it doesn't have to be from a photo set. Photo set. Hopefully, yeah. you know, it'd be something you'd be able to get the photographer to get, um, mm -hmm. get the nice setup and lighting and equipment and everything. But um, but it's looking for something very recent, just like you said, how it's going to look when you walk yeah. in the door. So that's, you know, there's there's some of my more recent releases that have just come out that are months old and and my body type isn't exactly the same. It's mm. not arguably, I think, that different, but it's it's enough different. Oh, yeah. You I can see it's you a few sizes. <laughs> I, I, I can see you yeah. tighten up. You didn't, you didn't hit the gym, some cardio. I had to, yeah, I, I had to get in that pool. It's important that I swim. It's actually that's that's uh, that's like lifestyle management for me. I have to be able to get into a pool and swim. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Oh, hold on, I forgot I got these particles. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you gotta do is download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm and get yourself a profile and start podcasting today. Your host, Captain Officer of a Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. I know what it is. 
find my music, my porn, as well as my social media, all with one link. All my links.com backslash porn rap star. Also, we have two sponsors. See, last time we had one. This time we have two now. The first one, of course, is the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile. Also, the second one is eroticism Mag- eroticismmagazine.com. Subscribe, get a monthly, get a monthly issue. Paperback form, or you can get it digital, and it shows off the most sexiest ladies from around the world, not just the United States. I'm talking about everywhere. We're talking about from South America all the way to Europe. You get to see some beautiful hot ladies do some freaky shit. So go ahead and go to eroticismmagazine.com. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. You know what it is. Multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, Go ahead and get some shopping done. You get the opportunity to pick wonderful products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black commerce, and create generational wealth. And since the last time I talked to you, every Monday night on K97FM, the official radio station for the cult of film world, Monday Night Smoke, every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I discuss the business of porn with a lovely lady or gent from the business. There's no telling. And I might even have a few surprises. Always K97FM, every Monday night for Monday Night Smoke. Now I'm going to be quiet and let this sexy lady who's returning introduce herself. Well, reintroduce herself. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Violet (laughs) Black, and I am back on the West Coast at the moment. Um, Mm. Not exactly in LA, but not very far away. And so it's not too hard Mm. for me to just get on the freeway and get on out there. Not a problem at all. Um, It's been really cool. Uh, Switching coasts, getting readjusted. Um, I've been uh, back in Arizona. Some. I look forward mm-hmm. to coming back to Las Vegas again. Um, I kind of famously had just the biggest comedy of errors. Um, my most recent Las Vegas trip up to and including getting bit on the face by a spider and having to get rushed oh, to God. the emergency room. Who knew? Oh, well, we also, that's how we found out I'm allergic to spiders. <laughs> I, I um, so, like, when, yeah, right? I mean, it's it, it wasn't like some crazy poisonous spider that was there. It was just some regular one that to people not allergic to spiders, they just would have had, you know, a little bump. And this wasn't, this is actually the second time right before a shoot I've had a spider bite, like, completely mess up my face. This one I didn't actually get to complete the shoot because it was too bad and we had it looked like um it looked like maybe i had a, like it was on my forehead and it looked like i had yeah. a sinus infection blow up or something so it's just where insane. the hell was y'all shit to where you ran into a spider well i mean it's just a little spider it was at the studio it was at a really oh. nice place Damn. <laughs> it was a nice place yeah i mean we we were in uh we were in a nice area in austin um mm. In uh, like apartment um, 
apartment stu- sh- uh, shooting studio that is above like an affluent, you know, shopping, um, urban living community. Like it was, it, it, it wasn't like, oh my God, this is sketch. I'm afraid something's going to happen to me here. It was totally mm-hmm. fluke, but definitely right on my forehead. <laughs> I know you were like, this is some bullshit. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, it was already after we thought we got through the bullshit. There was already bullshit mm-hmm. prior. Like, like okay, it, it okay. was bullshit after bullshit. It was a bullshit storm. It was crazy. Oh, 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 okay. So tell us what was the bullshit. Tell us all the bullshit that happened. Oh no. Well, it's going to, okay. I'm, 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 I'm almost self-conscious about it. Cause you're like, God, does anything ever go right? But yes, I really, I promise. I had a whole career before that where following through and logistics was important. So I'm not this giant flake that the, you know, the sky is falling all on me all the time, but this mm-hmm. shit was just bananas. <laughs> <laughs> So shoot. So I mean, so, what was he? So go ahead and tell tell us what happened. Entertain, entertain okay. the listeners. Oh, I see. All right. So, um, so the uh, I I honestly I love the setup that he was explaining. I'm gonna leave the name of the producer out of it just for the yeah, sake of half recorded it stuff. And yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah, we don't know. Yeah, so we'll yeah, just yeah. say he's. He's a producer yes, and this author. is not this is um, not for subscribers, so so this is the world gonna hear this. So we'll do uh episode yeah, yeah, for yeah. subscribers another day. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. So um so he has this great idea for the scene, um, and it's really uh going to be well put together with like some uh quick backstory flashes so you know out in public getting to do things etc so the first Mm -hmm. night i am um out in in that nice little you know affluent um outdoor uh like shopping and dining area um and we're having a great time (laughs) you go to different Mm -hmm. clubs she records me like laughing and dancing and like like we're on a date because that's going to be the cuts of like the different things of like remembering me on a date or something um and and i'm with his uh production assistant isn't enough that's that's not the right term for her she's she's she does a lot um but (laughs) he's he's the company and she's like a lot of the um admin and and all the rest i guess um Mm -hmm. and she's but um, anyway, we were uh, we were out that night, got those shots, went back, and uh, I stayed at, again, this nice studio, and I woke up in the morning uh, with my face exploded. And so we went to oh, uh, the emergency room, and uh, the first thing they did was give me a big shot of antibiotics because it looked like... What, what it looked like had happened because it would have tied into what had just happened. The, the first leg of the trip was completely messed up because I ended up getting a sinus infection um, that didn't seem like one. It didn't look like one. I wouldn't have recognized it. I thought I had COVID. Um, okay. I had a high fever. Uh, and I, it, it wasn't coughing really or short, shortness of breath, but it was like all the other things that was going along with it. So, um mm. So I, or I, or the flu or something like that. It felt like that. And, mm-hmm. um, and come to find out, find out that that was a sinus infection. And then of course for sinus infection, they give you a long course of antibiotics. And I don't know if you know too much about a, you know, 
how uh, women's bodies operate when having to take a course of antibiotics, but sometimes there's just not enough you can do. Yeah. Yeah. It throws everything off. And, and it's not like just for your regular day hanging out, you know, our, our, our job is some uh, intense work out of the area. So, Mm -hmm. um, so it just, and, and coupled with me, part of, part of my sexy superpower is sometimes a detriment and I'm, I'm so flexible because (laughs) I have this, thank you. Um, I actually have a connective tissue disorder called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's something that like kids, when they'll do like, I'm double jointed tricks or something when they're growing up. But for some people, um, it's not everybody. It's like a spectrum. It gets worse and painful and stuff. And that's honestly why I have to swim so much. So for me, I'm cool. I'm straight. I'm not hurting as long as I'm staying active. And that's another reason why I love this job. (laughs) We have like pains and aches and people don't realize we have pains and aches and the stuff that we have Mm -hmm. to deal with and and on a physical. And then we have to go do shoots where we have to be flexible and physical. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've been trying to pull the muscle called cramps. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Well, my, if my, my, my joints are extra stretchy, but my skin is also extra delicate. And so it tears, I bruise easier. And if yeah. I bruise easier on the outside, you bruise easier on the inside and stuff tears worse on the inside. And then you can't throw in throwing your balance off on top of that. That's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. That's like, I don't, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. want that. Um, so of course I have to keep, and, and I tried to be so ahead of time about scheduling everything. So I had all these weeks scheduled out and mm-hmm. I had to, uh, either reschedule or depending on how, like, cause not everybody I was, um, I was in Las Vegas for 30 days and mm. well, I, I got some great, sh- I got some great shoots in those days. I, I, I don't want to act like nothing really good came out of it. Um, one of my favorite shoots, uh, that's on my own site that I own that I did with Will Tile. Um, was yeah. one of the first ones I got to do. That, that, that shit, yeah, I, I love that yeah. scene. I love the out on the balcony, and it's it's just so. And we have a really great chemistry because Will's just a really good guy. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Through, you can see it through the. You can see it through the camera. You know, pretty is yeah. people don't realize that viewers can see the energy through the camera um, of, of the chemistry with the. You know, what I'm saying with between the talents. So, like, right. you, you can tell which talent that you enjoyed the most. You, you can tell if he enjoyed you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can tell if y'all uh-huh. two won't get along. You know, a lot of people don't realize chemistry with this yeah. business is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It It is very important to keep a, uh, a, a good and positive type of vibe. And a lot of uh, it's, it's, it's crazy the different things that can kind of make it drop. And obviously we're all, you know, we're all people that are putting our bodies on display and having sex with one another and trying to make a living by promoting ourselves. So we might be a little hypersensitive about some stuff. Um, yeah. But what did you tell me about what you was going through? <laughs> you was pretty hypersensitive. <laughs> oh. You had allergy. You had a sinus infection. Oh, my God. It's just... I- yeah, I can't. Uh, it's well, it's it's part of it's again like my superpowers. When when you say hyper, I I I literally am hypersensitive. Like I have 
overreactive reactions that go mm-hmm. like medically you can you know doctors time that <laughs> that's on mm-hmm. a chart somewhere um but the, I'm, that's all tied into the condition but obviously it's it's something that I know about me, but not everybody else knows about me. And we have such mm. an intimate business, but we're still trying to make a really good mm. product. And so there's so yeah. many different levels of trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. And depending on how deep you are into, um, you know, who you're working with, that's, that's, that's in multiple areas. If it's not just a content link shoot and you don't even have another cameraman there, you're, there might mm-hmm. be, you know, five, six other people you need to get, all along in harmony and Mm. now i'm like having flashbacks to a previous career in management (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's managing people is the hardest thing i ain't even going for it because it was old (sighs) he said the hardest thing is to make a bunch of lazy motherfuckers work so (laughs) yeah especially if you're a carer trying hard to make other people care um Mm. But you know, I, I mean, you have to find a nuanced approach. It was it yeah. was something that, um, for for me working with the people, especially the um, my speaker just shut off. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Working with the people that were employees um, mm-hmm. weren't necessarily too much of an issue as long as we could have a general understanding that we were on the same page on the same goal. So it's like, you know, if it's, if it's in a situation where you're like, we're trying to make the machine run, I'm not saying you don't matter and you're a no name cog. I'm saying that without you, this whole Mm. thing is broken. Um, And, 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 and everybody else is, is clamoring around trying, trying to, you know, make what needs five parts work with, you know, four or three. Um, And so when you try to get that dynamic to work with people, to get people to believe in your, what you're doing and that you're trying to work with and for them, um, then I think uh, (laughs) I was very, I was very much a camp counselor kind of manager. (laughs) That was, that was my management style. Positive reinforcement. And oh, so, so you can imagine. I would love thing. working under. She, she's always friendly, <laughs> coming in looking all cute. Yeah, something to look at in the morning and someone to talk to. I did not mind trying to, you know, keep my style up. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it's kind of hard when you're doing management. You don't, you don't get the same resources. <laughs> you don't have. Oh no, the ceiling isn't as high. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Especially on the, the the company you with, yeah. Exactly, Good. exactly, and and um, mine, uh, you know, my my area, and I'm not. You can um actually just just very intentionally created another Instagram page, um, which is at the rest of Violet Black, uh, and is kind of like what it sounds. So. Mm-hmm. The especially with Instagram, kind of mixing in the, I did I didn't want uh, the elements of my personality missing, but mm-hmm. I mean sometimes you're looking for a thing, <laughs> and sometimes yeah. you're looking for something else, and it doesn't mean you don't want to not 
but I, I just like you I've separated it out. So you can be like, when you want to engage with this part, that's great. When you just want to be sexy, you have violet underscore black where I've always been. Um, mm. But that's, that's some of the stuff you'll see how I cook and, and bake in there. And so my, um, my background was in uh, like restaurant before mm-hmm. prior career. But yeah, I'm on the page now looking. Yes, I see you, you. You can throw down the kitchen. <laughs> I, I see you got some skills. I see you got some skills. Yeah, because I, 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 I finally I mean, did make a. I finally did make a, a IG well for the podcast, which is you know smoke, smoke sto, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, uh-huh. it's it feels good that I have yet to be flagged on IG. Um, <laughs> it feel good that nice. because I because my old IGs within a month or even two weeks I be flagged. So, but because I oh, guess too, it's the like audio the restriction or like taken down. Re- restrict well the restriction and they probably took the thing down and then probably in like six months I lost the IG account <laughs> oh because you know but I mean but it was like um. Even though the pictures probably wasn't as bad compared to what you would see, it's just I know how uh-huh. IG works, so it's kind of like and go ahead. Oh no, I, yeah, I'm just listening and you're giving me ideas. So I'm taking big breaths, but I'm not trying to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because uh, because with IG, because like I said, with IG, it's kind of important to the business that we do, um, especially. Mm-hmm. If like we're trying to expand outside the business, like you know, what I'm saying like you're doing, you're showing your cook, your your cooking skills. Uh, I see you got a YouTube channel, so it wouldn't surprise me that you eventually do cook videos or what have you. You know, period. I, um, actually, that'll but, probably have more to do with my like singing and poetry and and that type mm-hmm. of angle. But there's so the, it it'll be. More- so showing them that side of you, do you think it would endear you to the fans even more? Because it kind of even makes you more humanized. It's a little, I mean, a little bit of the goal is to have a place to go for that. Exactly. Yes. You don't have to dig through or be like mm-hmm. uh, finding it all, all over, but also not, that's, that's not something hiding in a personal Instagram. I'm hoping nobody connects the two. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. the rest of Violet Black. There's, mm-hmm. uh, there is no, she's just a slut. There's, it's gr- it, that's a great headspace to be in if you're having that mm-hmm. type of um, interaction. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to down that at all. But when you're talking about afterwards, because everybody knows, even in the middle of doing it, there's afterwards, there's aftercare, there's after, because we're whole people. (laughs) Yeah, because like I said, because I always talk about this, we have to get into a certain mind state before we even get in front of the camera, because it's not the same as just us fucking. It's 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 not the, the equivalent. That's why you have the content creators, you have the porn stars. The porn stars, we have to mentally be prepped to walk into that camp in front of that camera because of things that we have to take into account. Plus, we really give a fuck about what we look like on camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I look porn. I want it to look great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and what I see, your porn look very great. You know? (laughs) So it's, 
because even to the talent that you work with and everything. Now, back to the move to L.A. Did the move to L.A., was it more of for your career or it was just you want to change your pace? What was the main function of why you wanted to move to L.A.? Because that's a big move. It's one thing to go there to work, it's nothing to go live. It is, isn't it? Life's funny how it works out. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, I know I say it like it's so, so loaded. Um, No, it wasn't for my career. I I wouldn't have thought making a move to LA, the speed I was operating at and operating without an agent, I, uh, I wouldn't have thought that was a very prudent move. I, that wasn't something that I was at right at the moment, but Mm. life has a funny way of working out. Um, Mm. so, uh, a a big part, um, and, and a really big connection that I had, uh, in Baltimore was my, um, ex who our relationship ended, um, our, our relationship ended and the, uh, in, you know, in a, in a conversation with like really, really close friends, this is somebody I'm saying has known me since I was 12 close friends and knows what okay. I do now. Close friends um, is, uh, is telling me that I need to come back to, you know, come back out West. It's I've, I've, I've done my time. I've done 20 years on the East coast. <laughs> um, and <laughs> And if, uh, you know, obviously it's not going to be, it's not going to work out um, with the situation that I was in. And if I really want a fresh start, that would be the, uh, and I'm talking about this in a past tense too. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you'll you'll see where that's that's to tell you where the story's going. Um, Mm He, uh, he was a good friend of mine all through high school, very close. Um, uh, not somebody I was worried about trying to partner up with me. I'm, he's not even attracted to women. So, I mean that much, not even worried about it. Um, Mm -hmm. but he's not somebody I've lived with Mm -hmm. and I don't think we took that into account. And so, um, sometimes your tolerance of your stress level and other people in your living space coupled with <laughs> like, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's more complicated. It can't be as simple as that. Cause I, I, I wouldn't have brought myself out to LA, but he felt really, really strange having me there and was having a really hard time and really needed me out of his space. And mm-hmm. so he told me so. <laughs> oh God. And, and the damn. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even two weeks, man. I was like, I'd already been gone on a shoot. I'm about to leave again for a week. You have, whoo, you, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I want to. Ah, so that's the thing with them saying people are like that. So that's obviously um, a little bit of a very personal story, but that is how I ended up uh, making such uh, what seems like a out there leap so quickly um it was really coming from much more of a personal place and then um needing to be resourceful beyond that i mean i'd um i sold an entire apartment's worth of everything i own <laughs> I, I there wasn't going back so you to completely that, over. That, that was all gone. oh yeah so you no, basically yeah, that's, completely that's, started completely was, over 
<laughs> yep, took a whole big vision quest across the country. Um, went back up through my home state. Uh, and it was a lot, a whole lot. And then, um, and then uh, a, a new beginning after new beginning, after finding a new beginning. <laughs> um, but the happy end to the story now is I really love the super cute studio apartment that I'm in. Um, and I get to like tend a garden all the time, which is so up my alley. I like <laughs> garden things. Um, and be, because of the convenience of the setup, I, it's yeah. very, I'm, I'm in a great position to, uh, get to some major places to do content, which is for me, very, very important. I'm, uh, the whole one month long Vegas trip was on a mission to amass a whole mm. bunch of content to try to launch my site. Um, so I've been trying, uh, to get back into a position where I can amass a bunch of content. Now, now, when and you that's moved where I'm at. Now, when you moved to the West coast, did you find it easier to find mail time to work with versus when you was on the East coast? A little bit. Yes. But purely because of location. Um, Baltimore I figured versus that. LA. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I love Baltimore, but it's not like there's a plethora of people in the industry and East coast is the first coast and it's got an older mentality, even toward the whole industry. Yeah. I was yeah. shocked to see how, how on, um, not on, I can't think of the lack of size to the, industry with it being an entertainment industry missing out yeah. of New York City. I, I assumed mm-hmm. it would be, I mean, I I out of high school went to New York City to go be on Broadway. You know, I went to musical theater conservatory. So um I I wasn't I, that didn't well, work out. Was never on Broadway. With New with with the East Coast really porn was spread spread out while on the West Coast consolidated. You feel what I'm saying? It's right, like, I think so. But I think there's burgeoning like communities in like Seattle and, and stuff like that really picking up. But yeah. yeah, you're right. East Coast is like spread out and it, so it, really, it because, because you had your, your New York set. Florida. Yeah, you had your New York set to Florida because that's all together. I have Orlando, all that. Atlanta just really yeah, started Tampa. to get popping on the, on the adult film side of things. So, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Chicago's trying to catch up, but you know it is what it is about the Midwest. But really, when right, porn moved I mean, to the West Coast, it was the West Coast. Uh huh. Now, what you say? What the stigma? <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, I was saying they're they're just fighting stigma. That was yeah, mean yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. the thing of it is, is that that's where you at is more opportunity because that's where porn pretty much is at. You know, period. Because between right. that and Vegas, LA and Vegas, and plus everybody comes mm-hmm. out there. So it's like it's the same thing right. if someone lived in New York. How can you not catch talent? Everybody goes to the motherfucker. So <laughs> you, you kind of can't help but right. the talent wherever, you know, period. And so so how now, many big, so sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, babe. I was gonna say a uh, uh, Big dif- a big difference that um, I had noticed between East Coast, West Coast, um, as far as dealing with it for the talent, like you said, uh, there's a lot of it here. But when it comes to 
like moving through amateur or being independent without agent representation, that's where things seem to have a a much bigger mystery. Um, Mm. It's, I feel like I'm seeing it a little bit more now, like um, Kieran from Brazzers tweeted out that the the poster asked that you were talking about in the first place with the um, standard four shots that I put. Um, You know, usually it's, it's the agents have a list of the people that do booking. And so the people with the agencies get Mm. to the emails that get to the jobs. And your way to figure out how to get access to that person who looks at you to see, do they, do they not? And, and kind Mm of work, you know, honestly, kind of around or past the gatekeepers. That sounds, I don't mean that mean. There's agents are amazing for a lot of reasons and I'm not trying to bash them. I just don't know. Because 100, I asked a lady, and this is real shit. Ask Kelly Richards. This question mm-hmm. I said, if they had OnlyFans back when you were doing porn in the 80s, would you girls have branched off and became content creators? Or, well, I hate using the term content creator. I swear to God I do. Um, mm-hmm. Branched out to do your own shit. They said, no, they wouldn't have done it. Because it would have cut out the agents. It would have cut out the managers and the producers because them the people that give you the best and better paid opportunities. So, Right. And like, Well, I mean, and that's part of what makes... I apologize. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. This is about you. Uh, I, <laughs> I was about... I was saying that's, that's part of what's making... Um, What's it, it's part of enjoying just performance as the job because you can pick mm-hmm. just that. You can't just mm-hmm. like, hey, every one of us is a business owner now. No, not everybody wants to be a fucking business owner. Some people want to be models. Fuck. <laughs> Let them go do a great job yeah. on set, get paid, and go home, and that's it. And yeah. um, and I mean, it's it, talking about residuals is a whole other conversation. As far as compensation, but as far as the job itself, I don't think, I, I don't think it should be even talked as less than. It's, it, it, it almost feels like there's now a hyper celebration of like this, this porn star is better than this porn star because look, this one's the businesswoman, mm-hmm. and and you're like they they're they're both tremendous, they're both amazing, mm-hmm. they just both maybe do a little bit different things. Well, see, but. I think the reason why is because of that, because the game has changed to where it's about the point. I always say this, the amateurs have now dictated how porn is being done. And <laughs> I think you're right. I it, think they flipped the script. Yeah. And to the point that you have celebrities screaming the name of OnlyFans girls, but 10 or five years ago, they were screaming the name of porn stars. You feel what I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the reason why they put so much stock in it because this past year made girls pay stock into, yeah, I'm a porn star because I got 200 subscribers and I film my own shit, but you know, you feel what I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Because to the point that... Yeah, well, I mean, there's a whole different element. What you're doing is great. It's, it's working with similar mediums but it's not the same you're not you know like imagine i i haven't done full production but i'm aware of what full production is they're making 
what would be million dollar movies with less budget and shooting for hours. This all the same mm. people are on set with your best boy grip and all that shit. Um, which which brings up it's, the it's question. It's a whole huge industry. Yeah. Like, for example, because I asked somebody one time, I said, are you content creator or are you a porn star? And they asked me, well, what, 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 what makes a porn star what makes content creator? I use you as an example. The way that you shoot, you shoot is, is, is a big production. You get what I'm coming from? It, it, that what makes the difference on a shooting level. Because if majority of your stuff is shot with a cell phone, I can't call you a porn star. I can't, I can't put you on that level because you're not, I can't call you a stunt man. You ain't doing the same stunts that stunt man is doing. You feel what I'm saying? I can't right. call you. I get that, but I think I, I lean hard into the amateur. I have never been on somebody's major production set. Nah, at, okay, it, it like this. It's something someone said. If you don't want to call yourself a porn star, which is funny because people, for some apparent reason, people are ashamed to call themselves that, even though they are. <laughs> you establish talent. Either way, you're a porn star. It's you don't have to work with. Understand one thing that did change is you don't have to work with the major companies to be a porn star. What cat what categorize you that is who you have worked with. And the production that you're putting out in turn makes you a porn star. You feel what I'm coming from? You work with William T. I can appreciate that. And that you benefits with, me, so thank you. <laughs> no, that I was, let me explain this to you. This I was told to me. Okay, I'm, I'm going to break it down to you. This guy from Edge Crit, he called a lot of black, but a lot of people agreed with him. And before it was only fangirls, we called them porn girls. You had porn stars and porn girls. Porn girls, they shot just to get paid and just to shoot. Nines out of 10, they were escorts and they used porn to boost their escorting. Porn stars pursue the career. They get a site. They do professional shoots, professional looking pics. They shoot as if they're on a professional set, even though, yeah, it's amateur still. You still shooting, because I shot like it was a professional set for mine. I don't know if you ever seen any of mine. Very rare you <laughs> see some amateur looking shit. No, I, I didn't play that. You know, period. Right. Plus, I did. I did some. You make, yeah. Oh, well, thank you for research. Uh, <laughs> as you can see, I was a pretty decent male talent in my time. But um, the, mm -hmm. the 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 point being is is that so you threw me off saying something about my past. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I could have worked with you. But the thing of it is, is that, that would have been great. Yes, it would have. They would have been some fire. I had some, I would have had some scenes in, in mind for you, just off the top <laughs> of the dome. But let me get to my point. Let me get to my point. So, but like I said, it's <laughs> the way that you shoot and the way that you conduct yourself. You feel me? And it's more evident today than it was back then. Because still back then, the porn girl still had and had to go get the paid gigs you feel me in order for them mm -hmm. to have a career you know period right actually the old school producers would say you're doing it the right way because you ain't overshot and what overshot means is you came in year one let's say you came back in my day you came in year one guarantee is the way you look 
how you get down, you would have shot with every fucking company. But then guess what? Year two, you ain't getting no calls because you've been shot with every fucking damn company. <laughs> yeah, they've seen they've, and, they've got 30 scenes with you. Yeah. And so actually they encouraged back then for girls to do what they're doing now. Girls didn't even want to do that. They didn't want to get a site. They were able to do the paid gig and that's it. It was very few. Actually, really was the BBWs that really want to do the sites. You had some girls that were smaller web that was down for that, but for the most part, they were just trying to get paid gigs. Now it's, it's opposite. So it, I, think, I mean, me, it gives you control over your future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because content is king. It's just like even when I managed girls <laughs> and they was like, get any money for my site. I said, no, I'm going to take that scene and make money on my site. And you're going to make money on your mm-hmm. own. What the fuck I'm going to do with 25%? Mm-hmm. Well, I can take that scene and make a hundred. Get out of here. Bye. That's why I gave you a right. site. Right, exactly. Have fun. <laughs> but shoot. But, so who have, I mean, since you've been in LA, because how long have you been out there now? Oh, wow. Okay, I got out here at the end of September. So I was here, um, well, like m- late September, I got to LA and then um, that's, that's been it. But there's been a decent amount of travel actually out. So I've been, okay. I've been to mostly going to like the Phoenix area. I've been there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, I shot for a private society while I was here too. And that's, Ooh. I, I Love shooting for them. I love Dave. Um, they're awesome. So, 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 so uh, tell us about that shooting. Who did you work with, and how did it go? Okay. Well, I got to meet uh, uh, Corlin, who is a unstoppable force of a woman. Um, okay. She's done a million things, and and sh- and she'll tell you about them. She has no problem just telling you her story, which is great because it's really enthralling. It's inspiring. She's inspiring to a lot of people. She does a lot of stuff. Um, mm. But w- one kind of favorite thing is uh, she's she does a lot of like gilf scenes kind of thing, mm. and and something where she's uh, you know really I. Uh, in I mean I know on that element uh, not trying My, to lean into the taboo but more into the positivity of yeah well no embracing that label on her age yeah, I, I mean yeah. she's uh, Grandma, her, like her look is yeah exactly but she's not it, they're not trying to do like a matronly marmy like kind of thing she's like sexy as hell um anyway we uh we got to shoot a scene together with um uh Jovan Jordan um and then I had another uh scene with him as well uh oh. big fan of his that was in our we'd worked together before at private mm-hmm. society um and he's just a chill as fuck dude um I know he's in the LA area so hopefully we'll get a chance yeah I'm glad he's still working uh, to- man because he I mean we had a a rough, rough go of it uh, a couple of years back, dealing with Lady Falcone and the N word and all that shit. So I'm glad he's still, he's still, he's still thumping and stuff. So how is it? I mean, how is it working with him or what have you and stuff? Because I mean, especially him being a legend and well known porn star in the business. Yes. Um, well, he is. 
uh, he knows he's he knows himself very well and is very solid in how he conducts himself, which is immediately um, comforting in the scene because you're you, you feel like somebody like like it's not going to be the possibility of going out of control, especially. I mean, he's he's a really big guy mm-hmm. <laughs> with a yeah, big he's dick. tall. Um, so oh, yeah. that can be really. Um, it can be uh, almost an, it's like intimidating. It's exciting, but it's a little mm-hmm. scary too if you're thinking it might go really hard at some point. And so he mm-hmm. has that, like, you know, I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing. Um, air to him, mm-hmm. which is great. Strong, silent type, mm-hmm. um, but not not silent and not communicative. So um, yeah. so it's cool. You know, talks about boundaries, very professional, but still very chill. Um, yeah. as far as a demeanor and then um, in in the scene uh, for me just really easy to have chemistry with um, mm-hmm. so it was there's our, our we, we shot in front of a fire but that wasn't the only fire that it was a really hot scene I really liked working with him <laughs> no doubt it's so shoot so um so who else you ain't worked with over the time that since you made your move? Because it seemed like it seemed like your work your workload has picked up since you moved to the West Coast too. Well, as some of it has been just my opportunity to release what I had because um, I did mm-hmm. a big shooting event right before the move happened, and so there was like me having stuff and not being able to go through the whole process of putting it out. I if I had enough time to edit it somewhere, I'd then be traveling and not be able to, you know, upload and post because I'm, you know, in rural wherever. <laughs> so, um, so that's why, I mean, I'm releasing content now where I'm literally 20 pounds heavier than I am currently. Um, which I'm, I, I'm not trying to knock myself then. I, 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 I I got a, I I was thicker and then got fitter as I had to get really into the gym and the pool to like manage the condition I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I miss my curves. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, I mean, uh, but you still got them, baby. Just, like just you. <laughs> you you still got your curve. It's just a little more tightened up. That's all. Is because yeah, because the thing I don't is, get on curvy. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because see, the thing of it is, is that. Um, with you, it's not as noticeable, you know what I'm saying. But so much, if 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 if, if it's even noticeable, or even if the dude the dudes really <laughs> give a shit, they don't really give a fuck. It's you, you pretty. You I, my guess is you. just size of the ass. I'm gonna try to keep <laughs> doing squats. <laughs> it's more I, just so I, I like it. what I see. I'm an aesthetics person. I want it to look pretty. Well, I'm, and, but that I heart mean, shape with that doggy style. So I mean, you got that banged anyway, yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's uh I, I have a nice big bouncy ball I like to practice on. Yeah, I, I can see you practice very well. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. You know, it's it's hard when you're single and you have a strict rule of only working with or only I mean it's it's you can't navigate mm-hmm. dating. <laughs> well, you're in well, the Well, I mean, I would think I would everybody. Well, well being so. a porn star is kind of like 
your dating scene is gonna be a little bit more difficult because you also got to keep in mind that you a porn star. Not, and I'm not talking about the shame part of it because nowadays, yeah, the health. I'm talking about health right now. The health part of it, yeah, because <laughs> you got to be able to keep working. Yeah. You know, and, exactly. and that people don't, and that's once again content creator versus the porn star. We have to take that test, and if a TTS comes mm-hmm. up. Even if it's something that you get rid of, you gonna have a hard time mm-hmm. getting past it. Some people don't. There's some people that have, but not everybody, you know, because it's yeah. about that well, level of trust. Right, right, right. And I mean, thankfully, uh, there was. I'm I'm a big supporter of and a uh, person who takes prep. Um, I don't know if you've talked about that before, but mm-hmm. that's um, the prophylactic for HIV. So mm-hmm. if you're, it's like a daily, like taking birth control. And mm-hmm. if you, you have to already be HIV negative, but taking that, it's like taking mm-hmm. a preventative antiviral. You yes. can't get transmitted. Yes, that's beautiful. Which with that one being for, <laughs> for me, the most scary one, I'm like, sweet. Don't got to worry about that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it be, but, but like but, I said, it kind of makes sense because now they got, medicine that makes it undetectable when the test so it only makes sense to make somewhere mm-hmm. you, you can't pass it so and you can't catch it so but but, right, but like right. i said with now also with that too i think what it's on the west coast it is on the east coast. uh yeah well because you don't have to pay to have it shipped anywhere so i can go to yeah. tts and i just have to you know drive drive into the valley and yay mm. um but the um, <laughs> I get I try not to sometimes I see people I know exactly who they are and I try to hide mm. the I have too expressive of a face and I'm like oh god I know I just gave that like oh my god I know who you are look oh my god yeah I know you brought me um, to like some big names <laughs> in LA I'm talking yeah, about fucking it. you <laughs> I want to fuck you up right <laughs> No, oh my God! The, uh, I, well, there's already been some of the dream ones of like this. This can't be real. I've had to reality check over and over and over again. One of one of them came early too. Early, early. I can't believe. Um, well, not. I, I mean, I'm just. I'm really happy <laughs> um, that I was able to uh, coordinate um, linking with Isaiah Maxwell when I was in Las Vegas. Oh. On my very first trip to Las Vegas, which was like I'd only—I kind of mean, scene? I was just a few months. Into the trip. Huh? What kind of scene? What kind of scene uh, did y'all shoot? Like sex tape hookup. Um, oh, okay, then. okay, then. So it was. Um, it was. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I, I mean, to me, it was the that scene good? started huh? in my head <laughs> as I was driving up to it. I couldn't fucking believe it. I, I was coming up to the lift and he walked out to meet me outside and he wasn't wearing a shirt. And I was like, everybody can see your tattoo. Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody can tell this is the beginning of a porn. Oh my God. Um, Cause again, I was also so, so new. And so like mm. starstruck. Oh God. Yeah. It, it, that's just funny. <laughs> you, you probably rolled up in your pipe. Your pussy was wet before you even got out the car. <laughs> I was, I, this, in, in my head, I was having in my head what sounded like a monologue. I was like, stop 
stop piecing together a scene from Black right now. This is crazy. And, mm-hmm. and as we're driving, I'm like, I never thought this day would come. I remember the very first time that I knew who Isaiah Maxwell was. It was a scene and I was able to recognize his tattoo. I found him again. And I'm like, I'm like, how is this going in my head right now? He's driving up. I'm so nervous. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to die. I can't believe we're about to have sex. Um, but I calmed down. And that's what a fangirl freak out is like. <laughs> and you put it on his ass too. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you put your I, best moves. I, I, I tried. It went well. I feel like we're, we, we're still in touch. He, our our teams play in the same division. He's a Cleveland fan. I'm obviously Baltimore Ravens, so mm-hmm. uh, he's not happy with me right now. Um, oh, I'm pretty sure, but uh, he'll make me pay. I hope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's gonna take it out on you next time he see you or whatever. I mean, I'm 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 saying and I'm hoping. <laughs> so now, now but, you um, you touched on something earlier. Are you? Do you have an agent now? Uh, not yet. I am not opposed to having an agent being in this area, though. It would just—it's—it's it's something that I haven't, um, honestly because marketed how would myself. Go about even getting the agent. Because the, uh, you approach the agents and like, you want me? <laughs> I think I'm yeah, not sure. I'm much I had when I first launched my um uh profile on sexy jobs. I had a lot of mm-hmm. agents in my inbox when I was like brand brand new. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the first lessons I learned the hard way was that the um, the idea behind the standard four that you were talking about, I was yeah. I was sticking a little too hard on the the rawness of it and not making it mm-hmm. as polished as it needed to be. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. that maybe 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 affected maybe not I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's but not a single one of them said hey. I'd like you to be my client. Oh, no, because I'm just going to give you a hint, babe. Uh, for the five things you say a woman to say, fuck a man, it takes a half of one for us to say, fuck you. And we won't even tell you that we say, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and, because men in this business is more fickle than the women, especially the guys on top and producing directors, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's when you're dealing with big budget, you're dealing with big money. And when you're dealing with big money, they're going to be way more particular. Because it's a certain sure. standard that they are accustomed to having and stuck and stick to. The only time they ever switch from that standard is when they're throwing shit against the wall when they ain't making money. Right. So. And I mean, in in some in some elements, I get that. I think the the dangerous line that you always kind of see when it gets toward the end of when people are having a taste for a certain look is the Mm -hmm. oversaturation of a certain look you're not being organic to the fact that people have pretty Mm -hmm. wide variety of tastes and so you could have a really big income as long as you just focused on doing a really great job of that and you're seeing that now you're seeing trans porn in Mm -hmm. um in uh the you know i think browsers finally shot one Um, and, uh, and, and that type of thing where it used to be, you know, there were, there's male talents in the industry that were ostracized and maybe still might be, um, by a Mm -hmm. lot of other male talents for working with trans women. And now Mm -hmm. that's becoming, uh, what some might call a bandwagon, but I mean, I don't care. I don't care why they're on the cause. (laughs) Jump on the cause. (laughs) I'm saying I, it is, I take the win where I can get it. 
Yeah, I take the win where I can get it. Amen. Because, like I said, because to me, yeah. even with an agent, but to me, you're in a position where I don't think you necessarily need one. It mm-hmm. helps somewhat, but not necessarily need one. Because, like I said, really, a lot of these producers, especially for the ones that you're dealing with on the level, they probably going to want to just talk to you directly. And usually, mm-hmm. because the guys that you're working with, some of them guys are still working with some of those, they'll probably bring you along for a shoot. Because that's how some of them girls get work anyway. You know, period. Mm-hmm. They bring them to, they're like, look, I got this girl I want to check out. He checks you out. Oh, this, that, and the third. You know, period. Because it's kind of like, mm-hmm. how can I put this? They try to get girls that don't have their own shit yet because now you're a competitor in some ways. <laughs> because, I mean, because let's keep it 100. If you shot for Brazen, right? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. the guys do is going to go I, I, uh Say that again? Let's say if you shot for Brazen. Couple uh-huh. scenes, they're going to Google your name, and then guess what? You taking that you 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 taking some of that traffic. See, that's why I said it's kind of mm-hmm. like girls don't need shoot with mainstream Hollywood no more to be a straight up porn star and to make money in the business. It's really just exposure, right? You can even, I mean, if you can afford it, you can do the production. Yeah, because because to be honest <laughs> with you. Trust me, the big companies when when OnlyFans said they're gonna kick out sex workers. Trust me, the big companies was having a party the next day. They they huge party. Mm-hmm. It was party. They went to the club and everything. Yeah. It was popping bottles. Thank you, OnlyFans, because OnlyFans and the, the the independent porn star, as I like to call it, and of course the content creators. Mm-hmm hurt their business because people didn't... I can see my favorite porn star on her shit. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, exactly. you know, to be honest with you, yeah, so it's kind of like, to me, it's like it's good to get paid gigs, but I always say this, never let the industry have more content of you that you don't have of yourself. I think that is a good philosophy and matching a lot of what I've been trying to do. It's just yeah. Um because not um, it's just, but you you know because just, cash flow. Look, because because <laughs> people don't realize it's like they were talking about this shit back in two thousand and six and then when I met Cherokee the ass, she said uh-huh. it. It was funny as fuck to hear her say this shit. She said, I wish I'd known to have my own site back then. She said that why I was jealous of Pinky because Pinky already had her own shit. She was like, if she, yeah. go ahead. No, I'm. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was. That was. Yeah. 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 You know, say so she was just saying she wish she had her own shit or what have you. So I, I tell females to have a good medium of it. If you're able to get the paid work, that's great. If not, the next best thing is get the guys that's getting the paid work because they're being watched, and if they see you, boom. So. Yeah, no, this is my 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 favorite thing about this mission, Loki, is to like knock down my own porn star hit list. This is a goddamn fantasy. Are you kidding? (laughs) And they're going on my site just because I can also go on their site. We're having such a good time. And I'm fucking Isaiah Maxwell, Big Trey, Alex Mack, fucking uh Louis. I like uh, like the scene you do with AJ was AJ Fresh, is his name? 
Um, ah, yes, AJ Fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he's, he's that cool. shit was fire, yo. The 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 golden sun goddess. I'm just leaving by curious to you people. Tell me about this scene, yo. This shit is kind of <laughs> how'd you how'd y'all come up with this? Oh, that's he's he's creative genius behind that. He was just he'll, he'll honestly. I I don't know if he does this with everybody. Uh, that was our first time um collabing we actually have another one that i'll be releasing soon that is with him and another he calls himself a hobbyist so um that i'd say aj's more in like the porn industry well he's definitely in the porn industry and the other guy's not as much that's right um but it's a boy boy girl scene where it's i'm like a maid who that's part of part of the agreement of what my job is is like full Mm -hmm. service um, and, and I'm so like, it's, it's fun and it's funny because it's definitely engaged, but I'm definitely like very concerned about doing my job, which at sometimes is sex, but also I'm really concerned about the dust <laughs> yeah. all, all while everything, ha- everything's happening we have a lot of fun. It's, it's honestly, I really, I thought that scene went really great too. So I'm excited to drop that one. Yeah, because I was taking a look at it earlier. I said, okay, that is interesting. She she got the little makeup with it. Um, they the the bed the way the bedroom is set up. I said, I right, hey, they put some thought into that shit. <laughs> but see, yeah, that, that's but see, that's well, that's thematic of of AJ. That a lot of his mm-hmm. a lot n- not to say that that's just like that, but his mm-hmm. he's very into like um i don't know mystical and magical and medical mm-hmm. and all that shit and so it's it's really mm-hmm. fun to create um there he <laughs> my um he uh that was it 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 almost got into a zone we were like there uh, you can see him definitely sweating by the end but i bet that was like yeah. 40 minutes of writing and see i'm gonna tell you what you've been no from. You you benefiting <laughs> from working with different okay, put it this way. You're give you're benefiting from working with these different cats because what it's giving your side is really variety because you're not giving them the same type of scene. Um which kind of really helps make you stand out even more because you're giving them not only a story, but you're not giving them the same story. And I like that. I like I, I I like that so much dynamic. I appreciate um, you kind of pointing out um, something that I haven't tried to be exactly like. There's yeah, there's violet black, violet black, but we can kind of play around with it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, can play characters. We can have fun. Um, it's it's not like uh, a singular personality. You know what I mean? An actor that always mm-hmm. plays himself. Not even an actor, but like a, you know, how, mm-hmm. like if you see Kim Kardashian in a movie, she's Kim Kardashian. She's mm-hmm. not Kim Kardashian playing somebody else. She's in a movie being Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd, not to knock that, and I just used her for recognizability, um, but I, I want Violet Black in a film to be either one, you know? Mm-hmm the porn personality or yeah, because the, or playing whomever you want me to play. Because I ain't even going for it. This was back in the day. You have a, you had like two DVDs right about now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously, because like I said, but see, that's um, when, when, when it's the argument of the content creator versus the porn, 
this is what people point to. You know what I'm saying? It's the artistry of it. You know, the the thought of it, the imagination behind it, the execution of it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's and also, and I always said this before, role play scenes can never get boring because you can always come with different roles. Straight fuck scenes will become boring because they'll become straight fuck scenes, different outfit, different day. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's only so many different ways you can. Yeah, so it's kind of like <laughs> people want the story. It's, it's like no matter what trend comes, they always come back to the porn star. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. You know, period. It could be okay. Amateur porn is banging, but amateur porn at the amateur, the amateurs decide they want to be porn stars because, like or, I said, or I mean, honestly, you're just seeing mainstream go on to amateur. You're seeing these yeah. major, major companies being on like many bits. <laughs> yeah. But see, the, the, but see, but see, the reason for that is because once again, amateurs dictating the, the pros. Yeah, they they, they dictating yeah. the pros because the big. It, how can I put it? it like this? I told people this is where Ground Zero hit when Vivid bought Kim Kardashian's sex tape. That yeah. was started this. I dare anyone to tell me different. But it was an indication to the rest of these companies that big budget porn is in its last days. That people go want this picture at the time shot with a v, shot with just a camcorder. Now it's a cell phone. You feel me? So it's mm-hmm. but the reason why I say go back to the porn star because now I guess we're standing out. Shit like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, period. Because it's kind of like at the end of the day, if you want people to spend money, you got to give them a reason to spend money. And that's what I think is being lost. And that was cheap in the game because look at the money that I I tell people, I say people don't realize the money that people made a decade ago compared to now. There was no (laughs) discounts. None of these sites discounted. Now, all the sites discount. You know, that's why I say, look, Imagine if all the subscribers that you had on OnlyFans, none of them got a discount. They got the full price. That's why I tell people. I'm like, <laughs> and devaluation of the porn business, a.k.a. the porn star. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think there's a lot of things that have created major, major shifts in the industry. I think tube sites was one of the first massive shifts. And I think uh, content creator led sites was the next massive shift. Yeah. Which don't get it twisted. It's great for enabled. How can I put this? It enabled people to be able to become porn producers and, and amateur or independent porn stars. But mm-hmm. when it got ridiculous, when porn, when only fans came into the picture, because it made it seem like everybody can do it. Right. You know, well, who, I mean, I think an important and big part about just making what we do not something that has to remain so on the fringe 
and will end up being, you know, you do adults not be, being more interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> than like off-putting or alarming mm-hmm. um, would it is kind of that mass exposure that happened, which was definitely at a detriment in a lot of ways, but yeah. it, it made it to where there was a universal truth that, yeah, everybody watches porn. And then you got to start asking the question, like, then you could, then you could dig into it and be like, you do? Well, do you think those people should be paid for it? Do you think they should be paid for what they're, do you think they're doing work? And, and then, and then you, if you ask a series of questions in a certain way without trying to be an asshole, because then people just hate you, <laughs> you know, you can hopefully get somebody to on their own, think about it in a different way. They're going to think about something in a different way. They think about you, but differently or that differently, but they're going to mm. think differently. Yeah. It's like, like I said, it made it normalized to watch, but still not normalized to participate in. Even though no, everybody wants to participate. Well, yeah. We operate in a cognitive dissonance, man. What we do and yeah. what we say <laughs> are not the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, to me, it's Or like, that the actions don't make sense. <clears throat> I saw an awesome... Um, I think I saw it on, I'm going to forget who's, it might've been AJ's page. Cause I was, I was, cause I just recently put out our, our scene. So, um, mm-hmm. so there was this comic that was like that the guy's like, cake. oh my God, I love cake. And he's eating cake. And then you see this comic in the next frame come through and he's a baker and he's like, Oh, you love cake. I'm a baker. I make cakes. And the guy in the next frame looks behind him and is like, people like you disgust me. And then the last frame, you can see him just looking confused like you would. And then below that is like a dot, dot, dot. If this was confusing to you, imagine how people that do sex work feel. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's, when I, being a porn star meant something. Like, like I said, when I look at you, I look at many ladies, especially ladies that I've been interviewing, y'all embody what I grew up with. She was a sex symbol that could fuck her ass off and mm-hmm. look sexy while doing it, you know, period. It the professional looking pics. Um to be to play the part, you got to be the part. I mean, to play the part, you gotta be the part. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. that's why I say it feels good and 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 why I do this podcast so people can understand. This is what it's supposed to be like. This is what it's supposed to look like. This is what it should be. Because even to the point like um, I was hearing a conversation about paid content, which I just found that just mm-hmm. hilarious, the conversation on that. And um, it's just the different things that um, that was not before, which motherfuckers are trying to make or make a part of it now. You know, period. Because I'm sorry when I heard these girls talk about paid con- paid content trade. I said, guys, first of all, because for the dummies that do that shit, you need your head examined, and you're probably a fuck boy. Two for the females that go through that and think that that's how it's supposed to be. Trust me, you ain't gonna get much work in this business or shoots. Or content from quality talent until you change that mentality, because because the only time I'm gonna ask you a question, then. No, 
I, I, yeah. Oh no, I really want to talk about this. I don't think you, uh, I don't think we're on the same page here. Okay. Um, well, uh, in, in different answers, uh, or. Hold on, hold on. Before you say Let's this, see. there's a caveat to paid content, but I'm going to let you go. There's only a caveat where I would accept that, but go ahead. Okay. So, in, in an element of assessing a value of a shoot, right? And why you want to shoot okay. and how and why you'd want to shoot with somebody. Um, or what your particular needs are at the time. So mm -hmm. there might be a situation where you don't have time to have content. You can't sit on content. And mm -hmm. this person really wants to work with you, um, but you're only taking paid. And mm -hmm. so if you're only taking paid and they can't do your rate, they really need, con they need content. They want to have mm -hmm. content. They're all right with you having content, but they understand that you're in a cash flow situation right now. And so you, it's, it's a matter of negotiating to make the deal. So I haven't heard of paid trade situations where they're paying your full rate and giving you their content unless they're giving you some different version of it. But it's, it, it's usually at a, like I would hear, I, I know it as fair paid or paid trade type of deal where somebody's getting what half of their rate would be and some negotiation of either all full raw cut of the scene or some other version of that, which again okay. is negotiated by the two, but generally is in a position where somebody is looking to make a deal with the person where it normally wouldn't be advantageous. So like if I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm needing to reach kind of uh, up or at a level and somebody, mm -hmm. um, Somebody new, just starting out, really wants to shoot with you, doesn't have a lot of references, doesn't have a lot to go on, uh, and, and you may not be in a situation where you have a whole lot of stuff put together either. A lot of the people that you've been working with are a little bit more established, and so you come in, and they have all the stuff. So now you're both working with a cobbled set together. So to me, I think there's a lot of different ways of doing it, but there's... There's a there's an ethical and logical way about going about that where I don't believe I'm taking advantage of the male creator and they also don't believe they're being taken advantage of. And I don't think I've spun an incredible web of lies. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. All right. Now with me, the caveat is this. You, you hit one. He's new. He ain't been in front of the camera at all. You're taking a risk. We don't know if he's going to keep his dick hard. You feel what I'm saying? Even though y'all mm -hmm. might be doing a POV. Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. Okay? I can see that. All right? That's yeah. fuckboy shit. All right? The other caveat is if she's on the echelon that's not and it's called, how can I put this? A what, what is it? A what's the word Vince McMahon said it best? What is this? Uh, <laughs> minimum no, calculated risk. 
Let me explain to you what a calculator is. All right. Now, I'm familiar. Biggest, okay. I'm going to explain it to my listeners. I shoot, a, she might be drop dead gorgeous, bad, banging, actually, big time porn star. Paid her for a scene the whole nine. She don't sell one. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I just shot some girls that I sat there and thought going to make money. They ain't hardly sold worth shit. Words that I thought weren't going to sell worth shit sold the best <laughs> sometimes. Okay, let's just give it one other. Yeah, you're, right. you're saying in plain words, kind of the second thing I was alluding to. But yeah, about yeah. that, the calculated risk. Yeah. 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 Now, so the calculated risk is one, I know that if I shoot with her, it's going to make me money. I, I know I'm going to see that money back. Shit, at least half. Quick. Plus, it might put me in a different circle. Meaning that it's also got to benefit me more than that damn scene. Let's keep it real. That's the only way I would do it. But right, 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 right. That's it, exactly. Yeah, but so the situation I only agree with negotiation. But when it comes to some of the girls who are not on the high echelon, <laughs> let's make this clear. Yeah, there's some not, people that hear. There's some people that hear about that and it sounds like a hustle and they make it one. And and they try to because see Yeah, it, for sure. You could easy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you I mean you can find some dummies. I mean, that's fine if you want to do a hustle, yeah, but, but to Yeah, me, it's just why I'm, would you? Like you said, that's if people really operating in it with that mentality and not the two that you were talking about, and really this yeah. kind of those were kind of the same two that I was really talking about. Yeah. Now, um, now, now here, so I think honestly, now, we're on the same page. We just didn't kind of delve into it. Now, now I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been waiting to ask you what with this. See, I set you up for this one. <laughs> Would you, you do a, a paid content trade where you paid the talent, the male talent? Yes. There is absolutely an echelon of male talent or somebody, especially if they have an entire production set up. Like, I know it's somebody that has, like, we are going to be on a great set because they have access to a great set with great production stuff because they have access to all that. And 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 I'm going to also be able to own and sell the things that are utilizing their equipment that I don't have. I don't match that. We're not operating at the same levels. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what I'm paying for. And see, so, and fuck yes, I would do that. As soon as that's part of see, my budget. Yeah, I would tell you what's funny. The same and girls, into the next echelon. Me and the same girls, and I say 90% of the ones that sit here and talk about, yeah, I, I, I'm going, I'd rather do a trade content or a content trade where you got to pay me this. If the roles are switched, they will say no. That's sad. That's crazy to you. I mean, if, <laughs> if if I got somebody that's giving me all the production of like Disciples of Desire, but not actually that production scene that they're going to put on their site with all of their marketing that's guaranteeing all those sales, I'm going to just try to have to take that amazing fucking product and and through what I have access to make it make money for me. Then yeah, I I owe them some compensation because I think. because I'm. 
Because, see, to me, the school of thought is this. If I pay you, I'm not giving up anything. And now as I tell you, if I pay you, now this how now this how I used to do it. I pay you for a scene, mm-hmm. we shoot a second scene for content trade. That I used to do. Mm-hmm. You know, period. It's just that other scene you don't mm-hmm. get, but you walk away with the scene and you know, period. Right. That I that I used to do it. Or if she wants to do more than one extra scene, she at least got one paid scene. But you know what I'm saying? I can see exactly. that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a great combination. Pro- that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's more exposure to multiple audiences, cash flow immediately, yeah. as well as something that is going to give you residual income. That's that's yeah, a win-win-win-win. Yeah, because what people don't realize, the reason why producers paid, why just studios paid was... I don't have to worry about giving you residuals. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> because like, trust uh, me, they made more money off that city. They so paid your motherfucking like, ass. Right. Like there's so many, I feel like almost legendary scenes that are well known if like imagine if uh the from the black scene oh i'm gonna forget i'm gonna forget the female talent i'm forgetting the female talent's name very like has a really young look she's sitting cross-legged on the cat in a t-shirt it's turned into a million memes on twitter um and the guys are all standing looking at her on the couch like if those guys got the residuals kidding are you kidding the bananas <laughs> See, so. Of course, they're gonna yeah, get that money. The cost of oh doing business—that's all. Yeah, the cost of being the boss. So, look, I'm glad we got to wrap this up because I got one more show to do after you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, but no, nah, but, but, but no, nah, but but we got to get together because I got to bring you back so so we can do a show for the subscribers because the subscribers definitely want to hear you talk and on the and on the premium smoke room that we can be more candid that's where only people that pay the 499 get to hear us really 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 talk and chop it up uncensored yeah Fuck you you already hear how, how personal i get imagine if i yeah. did that about the sex stuff instead of just my personal life <laughs> and see, yes and she will be be she will be doing a premium smoke episode for real it's coming, trust me. We're gonna book that. We're gonna get together and book that soon. But anyway, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on OnlyFans. I am at Violet Black. You can find me on many vids. I am Violet Black on there as well. One word name together, and black is always two K's, no C. Um you can also find me on Instagram. I'm Violet underscore Black. And if you want to keep track of the other elements that make up my personality, I have my linked and new page that is at the rest of Violet Black. So those are all the spots. More spots coming soon. Talk to me on Sex Panther. I do um, Sex Panther and Streammate as well. Oh, yes. And uh, if you go to the L.A. area or Vegas area, book her for a shoot. Trust me, it's worth your time. Thank Bye you. Shit. <laughs> Please so do. So people, you know how we always end this? You know how we always end this? 
Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming back to the lounge. Can't wait to bring you back. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, take care. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right